Welcome to the Art of Communication, where entrepreneurs learn to grow their business more effectively through mastering their ability to connect to others. Whether you're looking to increase revenue, widen your network, or just getting others to buy into your vision, we'll help you dramatically transform your business and life by communicating more effectively, improving your leadership skills, and reinvesting time back into your family. You're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and your life. So let's start the conversation with your host, Greg Rice. What's up, guys? I hope everybody's having a great day. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about authentic leadership, a term that's probably overused, but I think is really important. And I know it's something that I've struggled with for years, is how to be my true, genuine self in my own skin and be vulnerable and still be a great leader. So I've uncovered some tips from the Harvard Business Review that I wanted to share with you along with some of my own personal stories. Hope you find this valuable and helpful. Let me know if you do in the reviews. Today I wanna talk about being an authentic leader. And I know authentic is a term that gets really overused today, but, but I do think it's really important because I think a lot of leaders, especially new leaders, struggle with this. They struggle to be themselves and to be genuine. And I know when I first started as a leader, I thought I could never just kind of be myself and be a great leader, right? I had to be something better. But what I learned is that I couldn't try to be like somebody else. I couldn't try to imitate somebody and still be a great leader. Two reasons. One, people see through it quickly. They feel the fact that you're not being genuine. And that makes it really hard to build trust and build real relationships. And two, you just can't fake it forever. They're going to see the truth through those cracks over time, especially when you're facing really hard and difficult times and decisions. So what does being an authentic leader look like? Well, it's being comfortable in your own skin. It's knowing your values and your passion and your purpose for what you're doing, right? You know why you're there and you know why it's important. You lead with your heart as well as your head. You develop meaningful relationships over time and you also have strong self-discipline, but you're balanced, right? You're not all work. You're able to find that right balance of who you are in a real genuine way. So that's easy to say, but much harder to do. So as I was doing my research for this, because it's something that I haven't figured out either, right? It's not an easy thing to do. I found a great article in the Harvard Business Review called Discovering Your Authentic Leadership. The first thing that they found is that there's no single formula, right? So on one hand, there's no path that you can follow that's guaranteed to make you a great and unauthentic leader. But on the other hand, that means everyone can do it. There's no born authentic leaders out there. But it does take a lot of hard work, right? It takes commitment to developing yourself because much of this is about self-awareness, understanding your true weaknesses, vulnerability, and getting comfortable with those and learning through those to become a better leader. So what are the steps to becoming an authentic leader from a high level? Well, the first and, and the most important that they found so what are the high-level steps to becoming an authentic leader? Well, the first and probably the most important that they found is that authentic leaders really learn from the stories of their own lives. They learn from successes and challenges and develop that self-awareness from those experiences to become better leaders. Most importantly, they see themselves not as passive observers, but somebody who can learn from and take better control over that experience in the future if it should happen again. So I've told this story before. But in middle school, you know, I really started to veer off path a little. I, I stopped trying at school. I started talking back to teachers and getting into trouble. I was really going off the wrong path. And those teachers at the time basically told me that I was the worst of the worst. I should just give up and quit because I was making their lives too hard. 
So I let that go to my head. I rebelled further and eventually I actually dropped out of school. But eventually, you know, I came back. I turned that around. I worked really hard and I graduated 10th in my class and even now have a master's degree with honors. So two things I learned from that, though. The first is that I am in control of my own destiny. Even though I made mistakes, I overcame it with hard work. And today I truly feel like I can do anything as long as I'm willing to commit to it and work hard enough. But I also learned to look for the signals in other people that something might not be right, to have that awareness and empathy if they're not acting normal, say, or if it seems like the challenge is too heavy for them, to have a real conversation with them about that and help them to overcome those challenges. So that's the first and most important thing is your stories in your life are very valuable and they're unique to you. And you need to learn lessons from those stories and apply them to your leadership style. The second thing that's really important is self awareness and self-exploration. They did a survey of 75 members at the Stanford Graduate School of Business, and they asked them what are the most important aspects of good leadership. The number one thing that was nearly unanimous was self-awareness. But leaders, especially earlier in their career, sometimes fail to do this, right? Because they're so worried about trying to be perfect, so worried about trying to figure out how to lead. They're not willing to take a look at their weaknesses and their struggles and their opportunities to get better. I struggled from this too. You know, I know I also told this story on the podcast previously, but early on in my leadership career, I, I was trying to lead very much just pushing my team to get things done. And what I learned from that is my team thought that I was condescending, which was like a punch to the gut. And I used that to really do some self-exploration and, and change the way I approached it to have a much more empathetic style and a much better degree of counting on my team in the way that I led them. And it developed the really powerful relationships with that team to the point where I still have relationships with them today. But the point is that you have to look for those weaknesses and those opportunities. You can't be scared of them and you have to learn from them and you have to be self-aware. The next key is that you have to be willing to practice your values and your principles. And you know, before you can do that, you have to know what your values and your principles are. So this again goes back to self-awareness. What's important to you and why is that important? For me, an example I can think of is sitting in a leadership meeting with kind of my peers, but also my boss and my boss's boss, talking about uh, some of the workload challenges that we had coming up. And everybody's opinion in the room seemed to be, hey, let's just tell the analysts they have to do more work. And I knew from being an analyst and from talking to them that they were already way overworked. They already worked way more hours than they should have been working. And we can't just imagine that they're going to figure out a way to do it more easily by tomorrow. So I stood up for them and I said, you know, I don't think we can just throw that on them. We have to give them a way. We have to give them some balancing. And that was a little scary because I knew everybody else in the room wasn't thinking that way, but it was important to me to stand up for them. And we did find a middle of the road path that wasn't ideal for anybody, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been for the folks on the front line. The next thing that authentic leaders do really well is they maintain really high levels of motivation. And they do this with a balance of extrinsic and intrinsic from an extrinsic standpoint, you know, we're talking about things like bonuses and awards and being the best of the group, right? So getting rewards that other people see. And that's important for all leaders, even those who are authentic and genuine. But the intrinsic is also really important, right? What motivates you from a values perspective and not turning away from that? For me, it's really about adding value, for my clients. Every client that I work with, I want to add as much value as I can. I want to make their lives easier. And it's a way of service for me to do that. And on one hand, 
when I'm selling a new client and building a new relationship, I am making more money. I'm getting more extrinsic exposure, which is great. But on the other hand, I'm creating another opportunity for me to serve somebody else and help make their lives better. And that's really, truly what gets me excited and passionate to go to work every single day. Another really important thing that authentic leaders do is they have a really strong support team. So they have folks who love them for who they are, who can tell them when they're getting out of hand, who can tell them when they're not being authentic. And these are folks both personally and professionally. When I think about my life, it's my wife of 17 years, my kids, old friends who've truly seen me at my worst, but also at my best, right? So they know what bad Greg looks like and they know what good Greg looks like too, and they can help me stay in line. I also have a number of professional mentors that I've developed throughout my career that help me stay in line and continue achieving my goals, but in a way that's balanced because all of my mentors also have families and really believe in the importance of being there for your family. And the last best practice I wanted to share is that authentic leaders do a really good job of integrating their lives, right? It's really hard for all of us, especially leaders, to live balanced lives where, you know, we're spending time with the family and at work and with our friends and doing our hobbies, etc. Well, authentic leaders find ways to integrate all of these things so that they can be the same person in each environment. When you're doing that, you know you're being the real you. You're being really genuine and that shines through. And I tell you, this is something that I'm still learning, something I struggle with at times. Working from home during COVID has helped a lot because <laughs> everything's kind of tied together, right? But still, it's something that I struggle with and I'm learning every day. So I hope those tips help you guys to be more authentic and genuine leaders and get more comfortable in your own skin within a leadership role. And I always like to end with a quote, and I really love this one. It says, authentic leadership is the full expression of me for the benefit of we. I think that's so true and so beautiful. And it's by Hannah Enum in the book Wired for Authenticity, Seven Practices to Inspire, Adapt, and Lead. So make sure you guys check that out. Don't let the momentum stop now. Continue your path towards connecting at another level by joining the Communication Nation. We'll be discussing today's topics as well as more real-world solutions to transforming your life personally and professionally at facebook.com slash groups slash join the Communication Nation. Remember, you're only one good conversation away from transforming your business and life. And that conversation starts right here on The Art of Communication.